Good morning. Welcome. It's good to see you here. Will you do? Uh, will you just um, inv- invite or introduce yourself to your neighbors? That's good. That's good. And then down dog. All right, we are in close quarters, and uh, you can get suspicious of the people around you, so it's good to practice friendliness and inviting people into the physical space. This physical space, we're sharing this physical space together, and the physical space on your mat, you want to take up as much space on your mat as possible. And there's an inquiry to this, can you create more space between your hands and your feet without Losing stability. Can you get to the edge of stability and freedom? Make your feet about hip width distance. Put your feet on 12 o'clock. 12 o'clock is always straightforward. Fan your fingers apart. Wake up your thumbs. And you want to inspect the hands scientifically. Locate the bones in your hands. Well, fan your fingers across your mat. Pin the index and middle finger mounds where the fingers meet the palms. Pin those points into the ground. Lift your hips up to the sky. Now with your one chosen point, the external point you choose to see with your whole awareness, that's the foundation of vinyasa. Clear seeing right here in the physical realm and knowing with your whole heart why you're here on your mat. Let's remember, come back to the floor, child's pose. A lot of information coming up from the earth. A lot of prana, a lot of possibility. Feel the tops of your feet on your mat. Feel your big toes, just the inner big toes, the skin, all the way into the bones of the big toes touch. You can roll your head side to side, maybe loosen up your neck. Locate your forehead center. Land there and feel the weight of gravity descend down on the body. Feel every point of the body that's touching the floor. Take a couple conscious breaths in through your nose and out through your nose. Begin to prime the body with prana, with awareness. Mm. Tabletop. Breathe in. Down dog. Let's create ujjayi breath together. Inhale. Exhale. Inhale. Exhale. Breathe in. Breathe out. Lift your right leg to the ceiling. Bring your upper foot to the floor. Lift your left leg to the ceiling. Bring your upper foot to the mat. Lift your left leg to the ceiling. Bend your upper knee. Take your upper leg to the right. That was a test. It was just a test. Switch legs.
Move from your core, pull your belly to your spine, locate your center. And from your center, walk forward, flat back. Clasp your hands at your lower back. Lengthen your spine, breathe in, bow forward. Lift your toes off your mat, lift them up, 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 like little suns rising, lift them up. Lift your sitting bones up, take your hips forward, relax your neck, open your eyes. Grab it. Bring your hands to your mat. Ground your feet into the earth. Stand up. Lift your arms above you. Bring your hands to your heart center. Three ohms. your arms above you. Breathe them. Look up. Bend your knees. Bow forward. Inhale. Flat back. High plank. Chaturanga. Inhale. Up dog. Down dog. <clears throat> Feel the awakening begin at your hands and your feet. Feel the awakening begin witnessing your two eyes set on one point. Breathe out. Push your hands in your mat. Get all the air out of your lungs. Walk or jump to the front of your mat. Flat back. You can have your hands on your shins. Bow forward. Sweep up. Exhale, bow forward. Inhale, flat back. Exhale, low plank. Inhale, up dog. Exhale, down dog. Breathing yogically means you're going to breathe with intention. There's all different systems of breathing. In this style, in power yoga, power vinyasa yoga, work with your breath. You want it to be audible and you want it to come from the throat. 
And the aim is to make it sound like the ebb and flow of the ocean. Listen for the sound of the ocean with your whole heart. And that listening will create the meditation. Breathe in. Breathe out. Push the air out. Listen. Oh, nowhere. Walk or jump to your hands. Inhale. Flat back. Exhale. Bow forward. Sweep up. Hold your in-breath at the top of the mountain. Bow forward. Flat back. Low plank. Up dog. Down dog. There's a little movement, starting slow. Just working like the drip phase of vinyasa. And then we'll be moving to the trickle, and then the stream, and then the river. Maybe we'll hit a couple rapids. Breathe in. Empty out. Walk or jump forward. Flat back. Forward bend. Thunderbolt. All right, our first set of mini rapids. Lift your toes up and lean back into the center of each heel. You want to move your shin bones back. I have a little bit of healthy, compassionate competition for you this morning. Can you get your shin bones back more than the neighbor on the right and the left side of you? More your shin bones back. Okay, so that was the first challenge. The second challenge is, can you get your thigh bones parallel to the mat? And if you do get your thigh bones to your mat, parallel to your mat, and your neighbor doesn't, you're better than your neighbor. <laughs> Breathe in. Bow forward. Flat back. Low plank. Up dog. Down dog. Warrior one, step your right foot forward. I love seeing if I can get my front thigh bone parallel to the mat in all warrior poses. The hallmark of a warrior is an open heart. And we're systematically moving from the outside, from the feet, from the hands, and moving in. The intentionality about creating your foundation, the two feet at the bottom of your legs, you want to own the two feet at the bottoms of your legs, live in there. And then perhaps, because your gaze is steady and you can pick up on the subtle current of prana at the feet, you can maybe reshape the foundation, right to left, front to back, so it's a perfect ground to practice presence. Witnessing the two eyes in your face focused at one point, well, set at one point. Lift your toes up and spread them apart. You can add a couple more inches between your feet, front to back. It's a good measure in the front knee, 90 degree angles, a 90 degree angle on the front thigh bone. That, would that make the front thigh bone parallel if the front knee was a 90 degree angle? Would it? Maybe. Not necessarily. You may have to separate your feet a little longer front to back to get the orange test. You know, an orange or a tennis ball on your front thigh, you wouldn't want it rolling off your front knee. If you were doing 90 degrees, maybe you don't do 90 degrees. Maybe it's just because you're unwilling I don't know. Could be because you don't like it. But uh, play, some, play up to something bigger than um, 
discomfort. If it's possible, if you're injured, please take care of yourself. Don't injure yourself on my watch. Fan your fingers apart. Take a huge breath in. Bring your hands to the floor, low plank. Up dog. Down dog. Warrior one, step your left foot forward. Let's see if we can hold warrior one with the left leg forward. About the same time as warrior one with the right leg forward. Hopefully I have enough to talk about. (laughs) Once you've placed your feet with intention, this is the first principle in the physical practice of yoga of empowerment, being intentional, bringing your care, your purposefulness to arranging your feet so you're stable. Now, once you feel stable, wake up the fluidity in the feet. Lift your toes up and begin to wake up the fluidity, the water element in the pose. Take your right hip forward and your left hip back. Work it right hip forward. You can feel the the right hip flexors maybe. The psoas start to wake up. The muscles in the front of the pelvis. Take the right hip forward, the left hip back. The left lung. See how we're moving from an inner point? The left lung back, the right lung forward. Lower the chin to the chest a little bit. Keep the brain balanced. Fan your fingers. Is that better? A perfect balance of stability and freedom. Work the stability. Use your in-breath. Pull in. Feel that firming up power of the in-breath. And feel the capacity to relax, to let go to surrender into a clear space on your out-breath. Let's exit this pose together. Listen carefully. Take a huge breath in. Low plank. Is that about even? Up dog. Hmm. Down dog. Uh, The feeling of uh, the sound and the maybe even observing nature wake up. Let's connect one breath to one movement. Let's watch it all unfold. Take a breath in. Empty out. Walk or jump to your hands. Inhale, flat back. Exhale, bow. Thunderbolt. Forward bend. Come halfway up. Low plank. Upward dog. Downward dog. Warrior one, step your right foot forward. Root down, inhale, go up. Exhale, low plank. Up dog. Down dog. Warrior, step your left foot forward. You're gentle, point to point. Low plank. Inhale, up dog. Exhale, down dog. You're purposefully giving up any rigidity, any concern for looking good, for not looking bad, giving up. Hoping you're doing it right, hoping you're not doing it wrong. You're here. It's perfect that you're just right here, listening and moving. Breathe in. Breathe out. Jump forward. Flat back. Forward bend. Thunderbolt. Bow forward. Come halfway up. Chaturanga. Up dog. 
Down dog, warrior, step your right foot forward. Low plank, up dog, down dog, warrior, step your left foot forward. Chaturanga, up dog, down dog. Do you want to up the ante? Okay, don't be so enthusiastic because I couldn't even hear myself think after that. <coughs> We're going to do a sun salutation alone, but together, okay? So have a big vision. Let's stay together, but I'm not going to cue you. It's a big day for you. Breathe in. Empty it out. Walk or jump forward. And you flow. And you, as a yoga student, you want to be on the hook to generate your own enthusiasm for the practice. Otherwise, you're going to get stuck in default setting, which is I just got to get through this. The teacher's telling me what to do. The teacher's telling me how to be. Well, be fortunate that someone's pushing you in a direction of being your power. You're causing your practice. You've caused the experience on your mat up till now. If you can own that and embrace it as perfect, there'll be a huge shift, a cosmic shift. That's good. Lift your right leg to the sky. Bend your upper knee and flip your dog. Press your feet in the floor. Lift your hips up. Side plank. Pull your belly in and up to the spine. And from your core, press the floor and go up. Downward dog pose. Step your right foot forward, crescent lunge. I thought you'd like that I omitted one chaturanga for you. Prayer twist to the right. You can dilute any pose. But be mindful you're not diluting the intensity that is fostering your growth. That's tapas practice. It's having a clear intention that in a twist, we're bringing up a lot of stuff, psychological, physical stuff. Breathe through it. There's a tremendous training in breathing through resistance. If your arms are straight, and you're not in a, or if, if you're not in a bind, your arms are straight, flip your upper palm towards the front of the studio and straighten your upper arm towards the front of the studio. About five more counts. You start increasing the torque from the back heel through the crown of your head, through your upper fingertips. Tighten up your back quadriceps. We want to exit together and we want to create this transition so it's seamless. Breathe in. Twist, empty it out. Be patient, be patient. Warrior two. Extended side angle. Half bind. Lift your toes up. Make exploring the bottoms of your feet a science project. Use the floor. If you keep your eyes steady, you can move your mind with your breath to your feet. The mind sets the path and then the breath moves. It's the fingers of the mind, your breath. You can take a full bind. You can do a reverse bird paradise. You can do any variation. Make the higher call. Take about five more counts. 
the edge, the opportunity to grow. Minimum, maximum edge, but the edge. Breathe in. Chaturanga. <laughs> Up dog. Down dog. Yes. What's next? Okay, lift your left leg, bend your upper knee and flip your dog. Did you know up here, up here, this is the friendly zone. Up here, see your head's down there. That's what keeps you from being friendly. <laughs> you get your heart, the peak heart, peak heart experience. Side plank. A peak muscular experience. A peak bone experience. Bone experience is having the joints stacked. And then the muscle to bone experience, pulling your thigh muscles into the thigh bones. Your tricep muscles. Where are the tricep muscles? Where are they? The back of your upper arm bones. All right, pull them in. Tighten them up. Is that even? Chaturanga. Up dog. Down dog. Step your left foot forward. Crescent lunge. Prayer twist to the left. Feel the bottoms of your feet. This is such a good fitness regimen for the feet. Take your back heel forward. A lot of stuck energy. Not just in the tendons and the ligaments and the musculature around the toes, but even in the skin. The folds underneath the baby toes and the other toes. Lift your toes up on the front foot. Really good. About, what, 10 more counts or so? About that. We held this a little longer than five counts. The powerful thing in vinyasa is exiting one space and entering the next space. Exiting one space with ease, entering the next space with ease. We do this with breath. Okay, straighten your upper arm, flip your upper palm to the floor. Okay, now work the line from the heel to the crown of your head. Listen carefully, breathe in. Twist, empty it out, be patient. Warrior two. You see how the breath carries you? Extended side angle. Carries you from point to point. On an out breath, wrap your upper arm around your back. Can you add a few more inches front to back? And maybe right to left. One thing you want to be mindful is that your feet aren't crossing. Right? Your heels could be on one line, but... You don't want your feet crossing that line. Make the higher call. Take the variation, the adaptation, perhaps, that empowers you. Keep your gaze steady. A few more counts. Stay the course. If you're in classical side angle, nudge your front knee towards your front baby toe. Now pin your shoulders to your back. Pin them, pin them, breathe them. Low plank. Here we go. That's it. Up dog. Pause, Aru. Pause. Down dog. Leapfrogs. Walk your hands towards your feet. Let's build some fire. Flatten your hands on your mat. Pin them down there and bring your shoulders over your wrists. Well, you're, yeah. And now jump up. Get some air. See if you can get your pelvis stacked over your shoulders. If you want to float, press the inner edge of your feet together and spread your knees apart. We'll do another five counts. If you're injured, just, you know, take squat, but you don't want to check out. Thunderbolt, come to the front of your mat. Prayer twist to the right. Let's move, though. Let's move. And 
Okay, so let's locate the upper arm bones, the tricep muscles. Let's get the left upper arm bone past the right thigh bone. Let's make that our aim. And high up on the thigh bone if it's possible. That means you've got to bend the knees and let's do the, the work of getting the thigh bones parallel to the mat. It'll make it easier using the prayer hands as a tool to leverage and lift off the thigh bones. You've got to have a good, firm, earthy foundation where the upper arm bone meets the thigh bones. You can straighten your arms. Now again, it's the upper arm bone on the left arm that goes past the right thigh bone on the outside of the bottom shin. That's the aim. It's a lot like a bug ready to crawl out of its cocoon. Five. Crawling out of the cocoon is a vital stage for for wing growth. Three, if it's a winged animal, two. (laughs) Bring your hands to the floor, separate your feet, hip width. Hook your big toes, come halfway up, breathe them. Bow forward. Do all insects that come out of cocoons grow wings? Going to have to Google that one, huh? Spiders don't come out of cocoons, do they? Okay, she must have. Yeah, but it gets it it gets wings, so it still gets wings. Let go of your toes, crow, crow. Five. In yoga, that's how they refer to ego. Four. It's like a cocoon. Three, two, chaturanga, up dog. Down dog. Walk or jump to your hands. Halfway up. Bow forward. Thunderbolt. Prayer twist to the left. And in this cocoon, you have everything that you like. Just like you like it. It's perfect. And the inquiry is, can you make your way out of this cocoon and develop a muscle that embraces naked reality just as it is? You couldn't get more real with your vital energy right now. Use it to sustain you in your seat. If you, t- if you just look down at the feet, you can see, if you study and you have faith, if there's any toe that's overworking, if uh, the left leg's overworking, is it? Do you have 60% of the weight in your left leg, Riggy? Do you? You have 50-50? I don't know. Oh, you better keep looking. <laughs> but looking with your third eye. About 10 counts. It's good to straighten your arms and get knocked off course and then come back to course, which is the center line. Five. It's almost like you can squeeze your sitting bones together. Four. Three. You can definitely drop your sitting bones down an inch or so. Maybe not. Two. Ragdoll. Gorilla. Use your in-breath to dig deep. Excavate it all with your exhalation. Excavate with exhalation. Breathe in. Empty it out. Lean in. Lean in. Take your hands out from underneath your feet. Crow. Press the inner edges of your feet together. Five. Press the inner edges of your feet together. 
four, three, pull in, look forward, two, chaturanga, up dog, down dog, walk forward or jump to your hands, flat back, forward bend, root down and stand up, sweep up, breathe in, eagle, bend your knees, wrap your right leg over your left leg, wrap your right arm under your left arm. Five, practice being committed. Four, use your vision as your training tool. Three, your drishti. Two, sweep up. Ego, your gaze, your gaze, gaze practice. Five, a gaze practice. Four, three, two, Sweep up, Garudasana, the eagle. Five. Four. Three. Two. Sweep up, Garudasana. Bringing nature into view clearly. It's the training in yoga that begins us open up our heart just to allow things to be as they are. You sit in nature, mm, it's perfect. Breathe out. Sweep up. Bring your hands to your heart center. Standing leg raise. Let's keep moving. Balance on your left leg. Lift your right knee up. Make it square. Stay here or extend your upper leg in front of you. One, two, three, four. Take your upper leg to the right, gaze to the left. One, two, three, Four. Bring your upper leg forward and twist. Gaze to the back of the room. Gaze forward. Lift your arms above you. Breathe in. Airplane. Come up a little more, my man. A little more. There you go. Half moon. Create your foundation and it creates the opportunity for you to feel good in your half moon. Five. You can do half bow. Look at your bottom foot. Straight forward on the bottom foot. Four. Get it. Get it. Get it. Yeah. yeah. Three. Firm up your thigh muscles. Pull in. Look up. Shine out. Two. Ragdoll. <laughs> Felt good, right? All right. Bring your hands to the mat. Walk your feet together and stand up. Lift your arms above you. Bring your hands to your heart center. Clear it. Breathe them. Empty it out. Standing leg raise. Balance on your right leg. One, two, three, four. Open it. Gaze over your right shoulder. One, relax your tongue. Two, feel your tender lips touch. Three, four. Come back to center and twist. Relax your brow. Lower your chin towards your chest. Jalandhara Bandha. Uddiyana Bandha. Pull your belly to your spine. Gaze forward. Lift your arms above you. Breathe in. Airplane. Be at the front of your mat. Take care of the people around you. Half moon. 
Half bow. Put your bottom foot on 12 o'clock. See that foot? Bottom foot straight, straight. Good. Five. Tight. Yes. Four. You got it. You got it. Look up. Three. You can lean in here a little. Good. Two. <laughs> Ragdoll. Wasn't that delightful? I'm telling you about half moon. <laughs> Bring your hands to the floor. Walk your feet together. Stand up. Take your arms above you. Bring your hands to your heart center. Standing bow. Lift your left arm up. Grab your right ankle. Aim. Setting your gaze about cultivating heart. Kind heart. Five. A clear mind, an open, soft. Four. Heart. Locate. Where is it? Three. It's a muscle. Locate it. Move it forward. Lift it up. Two. Bring your upper foot to the mat. Standing bow. Five. Did I mention breathing? Four. Three. Two. Bring your upper foot to the floor. Standing bow. Or, or do dances, will you? Do dances? Ten. It re- it's speaking to the essence of the pose, and this matters a lot. You, 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 you practice or train children. This is what we speak to. It's the spirit. It's, it's the vision. What we aspire to become. We're fostering that energy right here when we play the edge. We play the edge. Five, we move to a space where we're we're dancing with the breath. Four, get knocked off course. We come right back to course. Three, move the heart forward. Lift it up. Good. Bring your upper foot to the mat. That was good, G. Dancer. This is the practice of letting things be. You're not doing. You're not doing. Might look like that to the beginner's mind. You're doing poses. I mean, well, you are doing poses, but you're going beyond doing. The head's the doer. Let the doer dissolve. Take the sides of the neck back. Bring more heat into the region of the chest. Five, firm up your thigh muscles. Keep using that in-breath to pull up. Four, Udiana. Three, go forward, go up. Two, up, up. <laughs> bring your upper foot to the mat. Tree, balance on your left leg. Bring your hands to your heart center. The power, the sensitivity. Easy to locate the hands. Usually they're in eye shot. Maybe you can see just the tips of the domes of the fingers as you set your drishti forward and your Hands are in Anjali Mudra at your heart center. But can you feel your hands, the heat in the palms? And now press the thumb knuckles into the sternum and lift the sternum up into the thumb knuckles. Do Jalandhara. Lower the chin towards the chest. Lift the crown up. Move your arms to the sky. Fan your fingers apart. Relax your tongue, your jaw, brow. Breathe them. Bring your hands to your heart center. Lower your upper foot to the ground. Tree. Steadfast. We have our gaze set and there's an immediate grounding experience when we're witnessing, when that thing inside of us that can see when we drift off, 
we flex that muscle and we look, okay, I'm thinking, I'm thinking, I'm drifting. Or I'm listening and I know I'm listening. I'm looking, I know I'm looking, I'm right here. There might be static in the attic, but you're looking through that. Lift your arms to the sky. Get into the feet. Breathe them. Bring your hands to your heart center. Lower your upper foot to the ground. Reach up. Breathe them. Bow forward. Flat back. Low plank. Up dog. Down dog. Warrior one. Step your right foot forward. Warrior two. Straighten your legs. Create triangle. Okay, it's not a word. It's not a pose. It's an expression of energy. Three points. Touch the floor. You can use blocks to the outside of your front foot. See, when you, get, when you have that ground through the ten fingertips, the bottom hand, the four corners of the feet, you can feel the surge. Move up the legs. Triggered at the pelvis and projected out the arms. Five. Four, three, lift and spread your toes. Fan your fingers and breathe out. Stand up. That was good, okay. <laughs> lift your arms above you. Lower your right arm by your side. Bind your shoulders. Breathe in. Bow forward. Feel your feet. Inspect them. Again, they are your science project. Their, their relationship. You're studying your, the feet, each foot, their relationship to the floor. And then the relationship under the right foot and the left foot and that relationship to each other. You're really inspecting how you connect in town to the ground. The measure is relaxation in the upper body. Can you feel that? Breathe them. Empty out. Lift your toes up. Press down, stand up, face front, pyramid. Now keep arranged. I arrange my feet through the whole pose. As I bow forward, I might add inches right to left or front to back or subtract them. Maybe the skin underneath the, uh, the third toe pad on the front foot is stuck. But feel it. Feel the bottoms of your feet. Like don't just let that be a suggestion from the teacher. Like really bring that into the body and do the work. It's a big payoff for that. Twisting triangle. With that work, you get to do twisting triangle. And there's no pose like twisting triangle. You've got to do a lot of work. You've got to earn your stripes of twisting triangle. So maybe you're a white belt in twisting triangle. You can keep your right hand at your right hip. It's good to be a white belt. Five. You can take your right arm to the sky. Four. Three. Two, chaturanga. And just because you have a black belt, it doesn't mean anything. Up dog. Down dog. Warrior, step your left foot forward. Warrior one, warrior two. Straighten your legs. Triangle. Did you know in karate, I studied karate up for 18 years of my life. No, a little less than that. But did you know uh, you're not supposed to wash your belt? A black belt is a symbol of a white belt that's just been... Um, sweat on a ton of times and it's just turned black. It's kind of gross, but it's a good symbol. A couple more counts. Now be sunshine right here. Right from the solar plexus. From the feet up to the plexus. Now through the fingers. Breathe out. Stand up. Face right. Take your arms to the sky. Lower your left arm by your side and bind your shoulders. Breathe in. Bow forward. 
that was one thing about the style of karate I practiced. It was Goju, Gojuru, Okinawan karate. And every time you went up rank um, in karate, you had a, like if you were going for your green belt, you had to pass the test for the white belt and all the, all the um, tests that came after white belt up to where you were. So you had to go back to the fundamentals and the stuff you learned in the beginning. And then when you start going back to the stuff you learned in the beginning, you get better and better at the fundamentals. And this is what makes a, a master. Breathe in, empty out, stand up, face front, pyramid. Returning to your feet, seeing your feet, hearing your breath while you're seeing your feet. Here we go. Twisting triangle. That's it. You feel that? Put, put a block under your right hand. Start there. It's a good self-assist. You can always get the block out. Now do some work. Maneuver around. It's like you're shaping earth. The pelvis, square it to the front of the mat. If you bend the front knee, it's like little, adding a little water to clay, to the clay of the legs. You can take your left arm to the sky. Five. Four. Press your collarbones forward and you fan your fingers apart. Three. Lift your heart up. Come on, lift it up. Spin it. Two, chaturanga. Up dog. Down dog. High plank. Cross your right ankle over your left ankle. A little bonus pose. Low plank. High plank. Low. High. All right, switch legs. Low plank, high plank, low plank, high. Okay, feet back to neutral plank and lower to the mat. Four, three, two, one. Bring your arms by your side. Be glad you practice yoga and be glad you're almost done with yoga. <laughs> Flip your head to the other side. Well, done with yoga practice for this class, for most of you. Some of you have all day till 6 o'clock. Oh, no, just till 4. Good, I'm doing my training well. Clasp your hands at your lower back. This is when we come to life, when the pressure's on. On your in-breath, press down and come up. And it's not like we lose our integrity in our life when there's no pressure. But when the pressure's on, when the heat state is here, this is the training to open up the heart. Lift your heart up. Lift your thigh bones up. Bring your chin towards your chest a little. Come down. Bow. Nancy, you good? I'm good. Okay. Pull your thigh bones to center. On your in-breath, move your shin bones back. It's almost like you have two magnets on your inner thighs and they attract each other. They pull in. Now keep the legs one. The two legs, one energy system. Five. But you can manage the, the right leg, the left leg. Four. To create community through the whole. Three. Keep the breath. You breathe in. Two. Okay, come down. <laughs> breathe in. Empty it out. Ball. 
Karen, is this too much if I take you back a bit? Is this okay? Still? Stay the course. We're going to hold this forever. Stay the course. There's all these different adaptations. You can go over to either side, hang out there for a little bit. But you have a quality where you're ready to be vulnerable, to embrace the feelings that come up when you're opening up and unguarding. Five. Four. At ease. The brow's relaxed. Three. The brain. Equanimity. Even. Two. Come down. Up dog. Down dog. All right, now rest in down dog. Bend your knees, press your hands on the floor, lift your hips up. Camel. Let's go, let's not get stopped. Five. Four. How are you doing over here? Three. Two. Come down. Woo, feels good out in the lobby. Camel. In reality, we do not want the cool air to cook it, uh, kick in right now. We want to keep it hot, the pressure on. Five. Four. Three. Press your feet down and take your hips forward. Two. Down dog. Camel. That was, is this the third one? Yes. You good with assist? You good with assist? Okay. Five. Press your feet into the floor. Take your hips forward like you're pushing your hips into a wall. Three. Come forward more. Yeah. Two. Down dog. <laughs> yeah, good work. Bridge. My bad. Five. Four. Three. Shimmy your shoulder blades to center. Don't be an old crickety bridge. Walking in. Shoulder blades into center. Come down. Wheel. Uh, you're so lucky that your body's all warmed up. You did a lot of practice, and now you get to do a wheel practice. Lucky. Ready? Set. Go. Oh, don't be fooled. Don't be fooled. Five. There's a treasure to be found. Four, three, two. You can stay up. Breathe in. Empty it out. Wheel. Press the floor. Come up. Five, four, three. Burn the floor with your hands and your feet. Press down. Come on. Wheel. Press down and come up. 
Sometimes bringing your, your feet further away from your hands works. You get a little more space. Sometimes even opening the hands wider works. Five, four, three, two. You can stay up if you choose. Breathe in. Breathe out. How many more, David? Can you do negatives? No. <laughs> Life does that. <laughs> Press down. Come up. Yeah, now keep it breathing. Be true. Keep it breathing. Don't be concerned about what the form is. Keep the breath flow. Five. Good. Four. Three. Good, David. Two. Exit with ease. Good man. Good man. Mr. Clark, how many more? One more. We go with the highest bidder here. All right, ready? Set. Press down, wheel. You good? Yeah. Five. Four. Ground your finger mounds in the map. Three. Two. Come down. All right. Let's complete. Okay? Let's complete. Breathe in. Breathe out. All right. Here we go. Let's dig. Let's dive deep. Ready? Set. Press down. Come up. This is a marked moment for you. This is where your word develops more weight when you take action. Right here, right now. Ten. Nine. Eight. Let's count together. Seven. Ah, all right. Do you notice how much quicker you counted? Than I could? <laughs> Bring the bottoms of your feet together. Drop your knees out to the side. And just cover your eyeballs with your eyelids. Feel that connection. Eyelids on eyeballs. Eyeballs dropped into the skull. The whole body at ease. It takes a lot of energy to hold on to anxiety, stress, fear, worry. You feel it leave your body a bit and you just want to sit right here in the body. It's a sacred space, a clear space. Hmm. If you go anywhere, hiking in the mountains, even up to, especially White Mountains, you get up to the peaks and you go look out, it's like, such a vast space and something opens up in your chest and in between your ears that was closed before and only could open up by experiencing that space. And we're experiencing that space right here underneath the skin with our eyes closed, looking into it. Breathe in. Empty it out. 
Breathe in. Empty it out. Pull your knees into your, well, straighten your legs. Get some length in your lateral bodies, the legs, arms, fingers, and toes. You breathe in. Empty it out. Pull your knees into your chest. Massage your kidneys, the muscles around the kidneys, the paraspinal muscles. You feel the muscles around the left shoulder blades, left shoulder blade, the right shoulder blade. Dead bug. You good? You good? Breathing. All right. You good? You okay? This, this, this is the ash. This is an assist where you go like this, right? You go like this and you go. <laughs> <laughs> Let go of your feet. Straighten your legs vertically. Lace your fingers at the back of your head. Let's do some pranayama work. Lift your shoulder blades off your mat. Breathe them. Exhale, pulse up. And match up movement and breath. And an opportunity to make the higher call at each in-breath, each out-breath. The higher call is getting all the air out and an experience a new peak on every out-breath, not a new trough on every in-breath, right? The body doesn't, it only goes so low. You want to be mindful. It only goes to that one point. It doesn't go lower than that one point. Oh, you lose the integrity in the core. We'll do 20 more counts. Straight. No, straight. Straight. Those aren't straight. That's straight. Five, four, three, two, one. Sit on your forearms. Lower your legs two inches from the mat. You don't like this one? Okay, lift your right leg up. Lower your right leg down. Lift your left leg up. Lower your left leg down. Lift your right leg high and your right leg low. And your left leg high. And your left leg low. Listen, right leg up. Switch legs. Ten, nine, eight, seven, six. Five, four, three, two, one. Lift your legs up. Put your knees to your chest. Twist. Take your knees to the left. Bring your chin to your right shoulder. You like this? Okay, I don't like that. <laughs> I came in over here. Breathe in, empty it out, bring your knees up to middle and over to the right, take your chin to your left shoulder.
Yeah. A little here like this. That's it. Do you like that? It feels yeah. good, right? Mm-hmm. Breathe in. Empty it out. Come back to the middle. Pull your knees into your chest. Grab behind your thighs and rock and roll three or four times. Get some momentum. Vinyasa, down dog. (laughs) Half pigeon, lunge your right leg forward. Work exactness with your breathing. Fill up the lungs to capacity. I'll fill them up. And just for a couple rounds, I'll do this. I'll fill them up and then I'll pull in more air. And then I'll see if there's any more air to pull in and I'll get to the maximum volume of air possible. I'll do that at the bottom of the out-breath. I'll push the air out all I can, then I'll push a little bit out. It's amazing how much residual air is hiding out at the base of the lungs. Cover the whole ground of the lungs. Relax your neck. Do a check-in around the region of the eyes. Soften that region. The lips, soften that region. The chin, the cheekbones, the shoulders, the hands. Breathe into the pelvis. With the aim of a master archer, your in-breath is your arrow. Make it land right in the center of the right pelvis. And then feel that, that tension from the in-breath reverberate or expand through the whole body. About five counts. Breathe in, empty it out. Down dog. Half pigeon, lunge your left leg forward. You want your left sitting bone grounded on a block or the floor. You're good with an assist? You're good with it? Oh.
We can take this out, but let's see what happens. There we go. That's it. You can bring your forehead to a block or the floor. What you want to disrupt is the, the tension that you excavated out of the pelvis, not letting that tension get caught up in the shoulders. Downset it. Ground, the head to the ground, or a block. Press into my fingers. You feel that in there? It's almost like you're polishing off the left buttocks as you breathe in. Get the breath up into the skin. Rejuvenate the skin. Nothing better than movement, moving the bones around point to point. Breathing into the body, up into the skin, like the skin's your third lung. Breathe in, breathe out, double pigeon. I don't know. If it's, if it's um, too intense, sometimes we can do the variations of double pigeon, classical double pigeon, and still be really intense. You can cross your shins and put a block, a purple block to the outside of the ankles and fold forward. You might like that. might give you more space to relax. Maybe you feel less um, intensity in the hips, but more availability to let go and surrender. And if, if it's not intense enough, you can go back to a different variation. You want to be fluid like that in, a, in the middle of a pose. You never arrive in the pose. The pose is really ready now to shift. That's the pose, ready now to shift, adapt. And every increment of the in-breath, every increment of the out-breath is an adaptation. So be with that. And you find a, a superpower in your relationship with life. In fact, all of life, any form of life, a superpower in relating to it. Because this is what connects us all, this vital energy. Breathe in, empty it out, sit up, double pigeon.
this will help. Yeah, yeah, good. Flex Jesus. Good. Strengthen them just like that. Press the heel, the center of the heel, right through the middle of each ankle. You can do that half show. Try this out. <laughs> no? Fold right now. Scoot back. Breathe in. Empty it out. Yeah. You feel it? Come on. <laughs> Sit up. And seated forward bend. You feel that in there though, right? You can start with your knees bent. I go, I go belly or chest flat on the thighs. If I could get someone to tie a strap around my upper body and my lower body and make it really tight so the legs and chest didn't come apart, I would be a yes for that. I don't know, it might get scary. <laughs> like, get me out of here, I can't breathe. <laughs> Sit up, inverted table, five. This practice helped me with so much of my life, so many fears that um, would just fester inside of me that I would just like, I would protect myself from, like not go in certain spaces so these fears wouldn't get activated. But just walking into the room and being close quarters and breathing and letting all this stuff come up, staying on the mat, mm, I start to get to know who I am and who I'm not more and more. Come down. Waterfall. Or do a um, maybe shoulder stand, head stand combination or one or the other. Your call. I used to hate being around people. Forget about close quarters, just being around people. I don't like small spaces. I get really claustrophobic. I've had like um, leaps and bounds of growth just going on airplanes and sitting in row 30. <laughs> and then when it's time to exit the plane, that anxiety that just hits, everybody stands up and there's little me in the back of the plane with no exit. <sighs> A lot of that stuff just disappeared. Well, Naeem is like, what are you talking about? <laughs> no, no. But I, I acknowledge it's happening and I'm... I'm practicing, you know, I'm, I'm acknowledging these spaces in my life and it may have took some time, but it was well worth the wait and the patience to know the moments of truth when it's, when it, when it's the, the moment of truth to practice. Like all the meditations, all the classes I had, all the programs I went to, the, the, the moment where all of that training can come to fruition. I'm starting to realize those moments and those moments are usually the, the, um, the tough points in life. When I'm arguing perhaps with my family, I had a disagreement with my partner, or um, I have an injury that just will not quit, or I'm having a difficult time teaching, you know, I'm not happy with my work, stuff like that. These are the times to practice, to, to develop more self-compassion, to sit in meditation, and to get to know who I'm not. 
is why I keep practicing, to keep defying that line, to keep affirming who I know myself to be. This is why I practice clear communication, friendliness, compassion. It's so important to me that relatively, right? So important to me that you get this practice in your body. That you go on your Sunday with your family and your friends and you have this feeling that I discovered from this practice, that you get that. Like that's my offering to you as an earthling. Sometimes I might bring you an apple. Sometimes, well, Marcy will bring me an apple. You can bring your knees to your forehead. Just in case you know, and I'm not saying anything, I'm just saying, I like organic fruit (laughs) from Whole Foods. I would never, ever in my life expect you to bring me fruit, but I'm just saying, I'm just saying I love fruit. Sometimes people bring me like cookies that I can't eat because they're not vegan. If you bring me cookies and you want me to eat them, I'll take anything though. And again, I'm not asking for gifts. I'm just saying, I'm just saying, just, just saying. You can take your knees by your ears or to your jaw or your temples. I like giving gifts. I do. I love it. I love giving the best of what I got. Clear your space. Bring your pelvis to the ground. Pull your knees into your chest. Bring the bottoms of your feet together. Drop your knees out to the side. Close your eyes. If there's a space and a time and a place to let go of everything, to practice dying, like literally, physically practicing letting your body be still, practicing not moving, non-action, Non-doing, being still and witnessing. Practice that. What you'll witness when you're witnessing is drifting. And getting upset at drifting is like getting upset at the sky for having clouds. Just see that you're drifting and bring your attention back to the space that you are right here on your mat. Take a huge breath in. Open your mouth, let it go.
Breathe in. Empty it out. Roll over onto your right. Keep your eyes closed. Sit up. Put your hands in a prayer over your heart center. Okay, we'll do a sea of three ohms. I'll start and then you come in when you want. to your forward center. Take a breath in. Together we say namaste. Peace and love. Good job, you guys. Nice work. Good work. All right. Go have a fantastic fall sunny day. Okay, go get water, get electrolytes in your body. When you stand up, there's rivers. Off your mat, there's rivers and tributaries. Pay attention, stay on your feet. Spray your blocks down. Listen carefully. Spray your blocks down. And if you have any questions, ask me. I'll see you soon. Take care. You're welcome. You're welcome. You're welcome.